0: Welcome back to Brisky Business. This segment is Brisk's Bulls and Bears. It's where we talk about the public markets and uh, just puts a smile on my face. Really, my first public company, and I got to do it with the man on the phone, on the Skype with me today, Mr. Drew Pearson. Let's bring him back onto the call. And, Drew, we did a few things in the public markets, didn't we? <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. All right. It's a
1: natural progression day for our business right, at that time.
0: It's pretty amazing, so here, uh, you know, if you're paying attention to the program, we've been going through some of the early career in this uh, company, Drew Pearson Marketing, and uh, we started with just four people, and I think our first hire was Drew's sister, Uh, God bless uh, Denise's soul, number five, and we went from number five to 4,000 employees over 18 years, and uh, we opened the first westernized (laughs) factory in Shenzhen, China, for goodness sakes, what a story that was. And then uh, we had ultimately the New York Yankees, right? Not the football NFL license, but the MLB license. The New York Yankee logo became a phenomenon. We ended up opening up 14 offices in Europe, and we were able to take the European operation, our beautiful factory in Shenzhen, China, the first westernized factory, and Drew Pearson marketing domestically, and took that public on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. Drew, how uh, how uh, was it to ring the bell on the Hong Kong?
1: Oh, man, that was too cool. That was one of the best experiences of my life. You know, I caught touchdowns in the Super Bowl, I even caught Hail Marys, and that's all in the sports world. But how do you uh, catch Hail Marys or touchdowns in the business world? Well, you go to Hong Kong, you get exalted. And people are treating you so special, and when they announce that you're going to be a part of that market, you ring that bell. Yeah, Dave, I still hear the chime. It's still ringing in my ear.
0: You know, it's ringing in my ear, too. And, of course, the, when your stock goes up 400 percent, it also, you know, it rings into your wallet. Too. That'll do it. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. That'll do it. And you know what, Drew, you also uh, got to join me uh, when we uplisted at Longevity to the NASDAQ. And yeah. uh, so the public markets do have a lot of glitz and glamour along with the hard work. So tell me about that experience.
1: Yeah, that was a uh, pretty cool experience. You know, you a longevity. I've been involved with that ever, pretty much ever since you've been involved. Because I follow you, Dave. Whatever you do, I try to get on board. <laughs> <laughs> I said, take me along, take me along. But when you decided to take uh, longevity public, I thought that was a big step. And then when you wanted included me in the process, you know, I thought I felt pretty uh, honored and privileged to do that. I said this will never happen to me. If I didn't have the people around me that I did have, like yourself, Dave, like the people from Longevity, like the people that you know we worked with or partnered with with uh, Drew Pearson Marketing, and all this had gave me business credibility, and I still get that credit looked upon with such positiveness that it's amazing. So next thing you know, I'm in New York ringing the bell at the New York Stock Exchange and all that, NASDAQ, (laughs) and you got my name up there in lights and all this. Dave, these are things I never thought I could experience. It just goes to show you that if you have a great idea, you put the effort in, the passion into it, you surround yourself with the right people, man there's no there's no limit to what you can accomplish and as I'm standing up there and whether it's Hong Kong or New York ringing a bell and being part of that, you know I'm saying it all started because the success I had as a football player I had while I was playing, the lessons I learned that I was able to parlay into a life after football and now here I am and I just never dreamt uh would dream of Drew Pearson doing these kind of things in, in the business world.
0: Well, and, and one of my so prior cool. one of my prior programs, I gave a brisk bit and it was find people you like doing business with and do more business with them. That was one of my tips. So we've Amen. been doing that, my Amen. friend. Um, so listen, oh, your income, you know, I want to talk about public markets right now, boy, they were decimated, you know, in our company included, yeah. we watch stocks get hit for a lot of reasons uh, with this COVID-19. But I imagine that with corporations struggling, not showing up that this has probably put a damper on, on uh, your uh, income in terms of your speaking career and so forth. What have you done to adjust? You, I mean, obviously you could sit there and just wait and twiddle your thumbs or you could wait for it to blow over, but have you made any moves? Have you pivoted to take advantage of it?
1: Yeah, Dave, I had to, you know, because everything that was there, that you built up to take advantage of, It was at the peak, pretty much, where the salary level, the opportunity level, and everything, it was just flowing. Uh, But now that with the COVID-19, the pandemic, you know, all that's taken away. Businesses just don't have the money to bring in corporate speakers. They're not doing conventions. They're They're not able to come together because of social distancing. So, you know, even though this, this negativity that in our lives right now, this storm we're dealing with, these, this negative and these storms don't always come to disrupt our lives. Sometimes they come to make us and help us clear a, a path for the rest of our lives. So with this storm of COVID, COVID-19, me how to clear another path for my life. And I've been able to do that. So what do you do? You can't go, you can't be around people. So what I've been doing is virtual virtual happy hours for companies. Where we get on Skype or Zoom like this with all their employees. I give a little speech about leadership, teamwork, and all that. Then I do a little Q&A. And then a little QA and A with the big executive, the CEO, like you, Dave. <laughs> and then you know, with the with the audience, and it's almost just like you're being there. And it's and it's so it's pretty cool how we've been able to me and Mary Knox, my representative. have been able to parlay the success we had as a speaker on the speaking circuit. To now continue that in the virtual world, you know, so that's, you know, that's what I'm doing now. That's how I parlayed the speaking opportunities into a new path. And now I'm going down that path and trying to cultivate that path with opportunities so that uh, we can continue keeping the name out there and keeping the money coming in.
0: I hear you. So one of the things, someone sent me a video, my friend, and I never heard about this, but I saw it was you wishing an 11-year-old boy happy birthday on a new uh, digital platform yeah. called Cameo, I think. I may have that right, but I think it's Cameo.com. Yeah. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, Dave, uh, I've been approached. Mary, Mary Knox, my representative, uh, she told me about Cameo. I blew it off for about months. And uh, then I'm finding out that Troy Aikman's doing it and Danny White. Danny White made all the money and uh, then I heard Mike Tyson and all these actors and celebrities are doing it. So, so Dave, I decided to call Mary and said, let's get me signed up on this cameo app. Now, what that does is that you're your app makes you available anybody and everybody. Somebody wants to original eighty eight to give a special message for a graduation or birthday or uh, just because he's a cowboy fan or even a death in the family to speak on that. You can hire the original eighty eight got a price uh 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 via cameo the cameo app and i'll go on there and like this
0: Okay. We're out of time. A, uh... We're out of time. We'll put a graphic up, but cameo.com, you can have Drew Pearson come to you. It's been an exciting three segments. Now we're on to one of my favorites, Brisk best and brightest. Uh, I really, really love this segment, a segment about mentorship. And I really <laughs> can't think of anybody better to help mentor uh, through these types of times than the one and only Drew Pearson, who's been with us the last three segments. Let's bring Drew back onto the program and uh, let's tee Drew up on this uh, topic, which I'm sure Uh, he's gonna be able to offer a lot of insight to all of you Uh, the last Really, almost every segment, we've been reaching out and talking to our 2020 college graduates. Uh, all of you coming out into this new normal, this COVID-19 normal as we speak about it. And, and really, the, the challenges. You, know, you, you entered a year of school with so much promise and the best job market ever. And now you come out to this situation. And uh, you know, we've all faced trials and tribulations. And uh, we're going to have uh, Drew talk about a low that he experienced a little bit earlier this year and and how you fight through that, because it really is important to fight through these things. And I want to tee it up for Drew uh, with this quote, another Tom Landry quote. And it came directly from Coach Landry, and he said, I've learned that something constructive comes from every defeat and i think that's another powerful quote from coach landry and so drew a few months ago the nfl did a special centennial hall of fame draft and i know you were one of the 38 finalists on that and they're Everyone I spoke to, and I know yourself included, uh, as a finalist, everyone had the expectation that Drew Pearson, the original number 88, is going to be in the Hall of Fame. This is his moment. This is his time. Camera crews were at your house. Everyone was ready to celebrate at the calling of the name Drew Pearson, and that name was never called. Tell me about that experience and, and how that impacted you.
1: Yeah, you. What you saw was the end result of the excitement, or the the excitement that I had to hear my name call. I had thought this was. I had thought this was going to be my my way to get into the Hall of Fame. Since I've been snubbed uh, to this point, you know, I made all decade '70s uh, all decade team of the NFL. And that all decade team, first team, by the way, and that all decade team is voted by Hall of Fame sports writers, the same sports writers that have the vote for the Hall of Fame. So how could they vote for you to be all decade and you're not qualified to be a Hall of Fame player? And so I was uh, thought this was going to be my way to get in the Hall of Fame. And two local sports riders, Rick Goslin, Jari Williams, they had both. And they're telling me, Drew, it looks good. It looks good. This might be it. And I said, well, I'm not going to get my hopes up too high. I had another guy from USA Today, Jared Bell, and Gary Myers from Newsday up in New York. He used to cover the Cowboys, both of those guys. And they're all on my side. So I had a lot of confidence. Dale, Dave, this is the first time I've ever been a finalist. Okay, so I don't know how finalists are supposed to act for the <laughs> Hall of Fame. So I invited everybody to come by. <laughs> you know, I worked for every, over the years, I've worked for every TV station in this local market, okay? So when one guy calls, I say, yeah, come. And the other guy calls, I say, you heard, I heard you're inviting him. Can I come? And na-na-na-na-na. So all the TV's there. But when the thing didn't happen, Dave, and the phone didn't ring, I was very dejected, as the whole world saw. <laughs> uh, and I uh, didn't want that to be uh, broadcast trending worldwide. Like it did, but at the same time, Dave, what it showed was the emotion go through that we go through in anticipation to get that call to be in the NFL Hall of Fame. And when we don't get that call, I hope the Hall of Fame sports writers see the anguish that we feel, the disappointment. Not only we feel, but the people that love us, the fans and support us as well, feel as well. So it was a shock not to get in and disappointment. But at the same time, Dave, I'm saying everything in my life has never come easy. I've always had to take, so to speak, the roadless travel. Sometimes I even had to make my own road. OK, <laughs> to make something happen. So say, this is nothing different. But here's the uh, here's the main point, Dave. The good Lord knows what's best for each and each one of us. OK. And Drew, I got a death for you. Take to that Hall of Fame. What's happening now? OK, with the COVID, the Baseball Hall of Fame canceled their ceremonies for this year ceremony for the Hall of Fame is still up in the air. My teammate Cliff Harris got into the Hall of Fame through this centennial class and God bless him, he deserves it. He waited 40-some years for this. But now look what he's had to go through. He doesn't even know. He can't invite family or friends to the ceremony or anything like that. So even though it seemed like a negative at that point and at that time, that negative is not so bad as you look at it now and say, hey, okay, I understand the path that's for me. This wasn't for me, it's a better path for me and I'm okay with that.
0: So, you know, that disappointment and, and uh, we all did see it. I mean, it was out there and, uh, um, you know, you've got a bunch of disappointed college graduates and high school graduates right now. What's your message to them in this uh, trying time?
1: Well my message to them is this, you know, you do what you can now to be prepared to take advantage of the economy, the market, opportunities when this thing starts to change. And to take advantage of it, you got to find ways to take advantage of things that are going on while things are going on now. And it might force you to go down different paths Educate yourself a little more as you go down these different paths so that you're prepared when this thing turns around to take advantage of the things you learn while you couldn't do the things you normally do. And so, you know, it's turn a negative, turn this negative into a positive some kind of way and find out which best path for you to take to do that. And that's the best advice I can do, Dave. Be prepared to manage of opportunities. And opportunities might be different. It's never going to be the same. So opportunities might be different. So you've got to make adjustments until these opportunities come when the thing turns so that you're prepared to take advantage of these opportunities. You know,
0: I've heard you speak a number of times, obviously, and and you discussed uh, you being a walk-on free agent and and the stats weren't right and the speed wasn't right and this wasn't right. And I have a quote from you and it's probably, I'll end it uh, in this segment. And I think I'm getting it right. And you'll have a minute to comment. It says, you can measure a lot of things in business and athletics, but never underestimate the size of someone's heart. What does that quote Mm. mean to you? Oh,
1: my. Dave, if they would have taken the tape measure, the stopwatch, or whatever they had to tie me, me and all that kind of stuff, if they would have taken and put it around my heart, I would have been a number one draft pick. And you know what? That's what Coach Landry saw in me. He saw that kind of quality in me. because, And he saw that because the way I approached things, the way I did things, How I did not let the fact that I didn't get drafted down or stop me from reaching the dream of one day becoming an NFL football player. How I turned that negative into a positive to motivate myself to do what I had to do. Become a Dallas Cowboy.
0: You know what, my friend? That's and you know what? Even the Hut Hut. That's a that's a, a branding opportunity for Mr. Drew there Pearson. He's always branding himself. And listen, folks, this was a great episode of Brisky Business. I got to spend some time with my friend, someone we've done a lot of uh, shared a lot of tears with, a lot of laughs, a lot of success, and a lot of failures. And that's a great way to go through life because you're going to have all of them. And so uh, we're going to close this. Uh, Uh, this show of Risky Business. Uh, My hat's off to you, Drew. Thanks for coming on. And I think you've inspired uh, those 2020 uh, uh, draft choices, if you will, into this world. Thank you so much for being on the program.